At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. Yo, what up? Welcome in. It's another edition of what I hope is your favorite show. I hope all these are your favorite show. Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel with you for the next Hour? I was going to say 30 minutes for some reason. In 15 minutes, Bruce Marshall's going to be Actually, I thought it was like 55 minutes. I was going to say, if everything By the way, do you mind, can I step out? I have to do some shopping at the VSIN store. Uh, check it out, vsin.com slash store. Okay. Make sure you get an Edge shirt. All right? They're a hot Jackpot, commodity. baby. You got yeah. a brand new Brent Musburger shirt at the VSIN store. It's very true. So check that out. Black Friday deal. Huh? Come on, people. You need some uh, holiday gifts? Nothing better <laughs> than VSIN swag and merch. Nothing, Nothing better. Nothing better at all. Uh, all right. So before we get to a lot, and there is a lot to get to, Today, I wanted to get to some of the breaking news in the National Football League because we have seen some line moves as well, humans. We can discuss this and uh, see if everything that we have seen is warranted. And uh, let's start with what I think. And look, I get it. This is not the biggest news, but it's one of the more intriguing line moves because for a moment on the screen, Mm -hmm. we had a shop that was two points higher than the rest of the other numbers out there. And that would be hovering around the Detroit Lions. So the Superbook was actually up to as high as 12 on this number because Jared Goff, of course, day-to-day with an oblique injury. We saw the Superbook get to as high as 12. Other spots were sitting still at 10. You see the screen, at least here at South Point right now, it looks like it's still at 10 in favor of Cleveland. Other spots are 11.5. So we have a discrepancy in the market and what this means here. Westgate's down from 12 to 11.5. But regardless, the injury to Jared Goff means something, if not maybe a point, point and a half. But I think it's pretty fascinating that right now, at least, from a number standpoint, you usually don't get this discrepancy on the board overall. 
Now, you've got the quarterback issues on the both, both sides here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure what the drop-off is from Jared Goff to David Blau, but it's not much. By the, oh, it's uh, Tim Boyle, by the way, running first offense. Oh, is it going to be Tim Boyle? <laughs> it looks okay. like it right now, yeah. I'd heard last week it was going to be uh, Blau that if uh, Goff got bent, so Tim Boyle. Okay. Well, wh- what do you think it is? Uh, Two-and-a-half, three-point drop-off? Maybe if that. I would say I would say two points at most. Jared Goff has it's not, not been playing well. It's not much, right? And uh, yeah, I think two points is probably fair. But Baker Mayfield's banged up. I, I read a story last right. night where he says this is as beat up as he's ever been as a football player, and uh, he played like it last week, and he had to get pulled from that game early uh, in that blowout loss to the Patriots. So foot soreness, knee contusion, and then of course the shoulder for Baker Mayfield that he's been dealing with all season long. You know, the Lions had every opportunity to win that game at Pittsburgh. If yep. they could find a kicker, they could have three wins. Two or three wins, at least, if they if they have a kicker. And uh, that's not the case. But the Lions at least have been competitive in most games. Now, they got blown out and embarrassed at home against the Bengals. And there, there are a few spotty efforts like that where uh, they've looked pathetic. But I think the Lions could be competitive in this game, whether Jared Goff plays or not. Because Baker Mayfield's banged up. The Browns are off a 38-point loss to the Patriots. The Browns have not, if you look over their last five weeks, they have not played very good football with exception of the game in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Absolutely. And look, and this is a Lions team that while they are bad, uh, they have been greatly undervalued by the Mar. I shouldn't say greatly. That's strong. But they're five and four against the spread this year, right? Uh-huh. Like so, if you right. bet them every single game, you are up. Well, let's at this put it this right way: now. you've been better off betting the Lions every week than you have the Rams. Correct. You are under if you are betting the Rams. We're yeah. now four and six against the spread uh, as of their loss to the San Francisco 49ers on Monday. So again, an inflated number here. So we'll see what's going to happen here. Tim Boyle again took first team reps in practice. So we'll see if this is going to be a case going forward. But quarterback injuries and just injury news across the board here today. Uh, the other is it looks like one Kyler Murray is trending toward returning from his ankle injury. A quote today said he was quote pretty close, mm-hmm. uh, making his way back from an ankle injury that has kept him sidelined for a bit. You see right now. Now that Arizona, a two-and-a-half-point favor with a total of 48. Now, there's no move here, and you and I talked about this on the opening lines, which was it seemed that all signs were pointing in this direction. The opening number, I think, told you that, right, when it opened back up on Sunday. Right. Keep in mind, though, that this is a flip. Remember, the look-ahead was Seattle minus two. Mm-hmm. So now you get this. The number was telling us that Murray was probably going to be available. We get a quote today that says that's probably going to be the case. When he's officially announced, does he get to the full three? Probably not. I think you'd get a lot of action, right? If the Seahawks were catching a full three at home, something that they have not been an underdog since that Sunday night right, contest against right. the San Francisco 49ers two years ago. But news, it seems that Kyler Murray is uh, going to be out there on Sunday. Yeah, and it seemed like it might make a little bit more sense to sit him and then yep. give him two more weeks off to get back uh, 100%. But also, you know, I don't think Russell Wilson was bothered that much by the finger. Everything I've read and, uh, you know, watching that game again, I don't I don't think the finger was a big issue. By the way, the Seahawks were playing that game against the Packers in the rain and cold. Mm-hmm. I thought he threw the ball relatively well. But, yeah, it looks like uh, Murray's going to be out there. If that's the case, the Cardinals have to be favored at Seattle. I don't really have a strong read on this game at this point. Do you? No, I mean, it, like if, if it gets to that three, then I think it would be a uh, take there with the Seattle Seahawks. 
Like to, and I get it because the look ahead maybe didn't factor in Kyler Murray, but to move it four and a half points, potentially a full five, uh, if that's going to be the case. And he's been sitting Seattle. out. You know, we've right. seen quarterbacks who have missed uh, a couple weeks come back and not look very good. So Aaron Rodgers, like, Russell Wilson, yeah. right? They yeah. took it. They took time off, came back, and all of a sudden we're rusty. And How about was the, Dak Prescott? <laughs> Dak Prescott, the first game back against the Denver Broncos. So it is not just a plug-and-play situation. So I would agree with that. But, yeah, like to me it would be Seattle or pass when you're looking at it from that perspective. And the other, and this is just ugly, and it's just musical chairs at this point because the health situation is not good uh, but it does look like one Joe Flacco is in line to get the start for the New York Jets. Why? Why is that? Why would you start Joe Flacco? Zach Wilson not ready to go apparently. Why, why would you not play Mike White? Well according to this. Uh, I read the comments at, Yeah, but seriously it makes no sense it makes me think that Robert Sala the media is getting to his head in his head in New York and now he's making decisions based on uh, what he's hearing and reading in the media each week, because this is nonsensical. There's no reason. First of all, the Jets were idiots to trade for Joe Flacco. Right. Why, you're not going to make the playoffs this year. Why are you surrendering a draft pick for a veteran quarterback who has no future with your team? Right. Could first of all, that's somebody a, off the scrap heap position. Right. Right. That's an idiot move. First of all, so now they're going to compound the mistake and say, "Well, we gave up a draft pick for this guy. We got to play him." What you need to do at this point is develop your young quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mike White, two weeks ago, everybody in New York, he was toasted in New York. He threw for 405 yards. We were having conversations about, is right. this the future? He says, you know, I felt like I should have been the number one overall pick. He has one bad game, really bad game against the Bills. All of a sudden, well, back to the bench. This guy's history. Uh, how's a young quarterback ever going to develop, learn anything, if you don't let him play through adversity? Mm -hmm. uh, when he has one bad game, well, you know, the Dolphins blitz a lot. And we don't think you can handle it, so we're going to put Joe Flacco in this week. This is an idiot move, and unfortunately, it's a uh, it's a trend that goes back many years with the Jets franchise. Yeah, and, and I would agree with the sentiment that look like we it is pretty clear what this season is for you as a franchise. Just take your licks and see what you have until Zach Wilson's going to be healthy, uh, and let him roll out there, right? To burn the capital like you talked about, then to just bench him after one start. Uh, I think it doesn't really make a lot of sense there, but Mike White is not going to do that. I think it makes zero sense. Yeah. All of it makes zero sense. Yep. Trade a draft pick for Joe Flacco and then start him when you have no shot to make the playoffs. And what are you doing? And the Jets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home to the Miami Dolphins this weekend. That's when you know you're in a tough spot, when the Dolphins are coming in laying over a field goal against you. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you got the 2-7 and seven Jets and the 3-7 and seven Dolphins. A lot on the line this week in this game. Let's get Joe Flacco in there. Uh, hey, you know, if, even if the Jets win the game, even if they beat the Dolphins and Flacco plays well, who cares? What, what do you gain by that, really? Right. No, I agree. I, I almost don't in want the big picture, you gain nothing. I, want the, I don't want the best shot. Uh, and really quickly, one last uh, bit of news here surrounding quarterbacks in the National Football League. Uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice today with an illness. He's uh, suffering from an illness. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound like it is COVID-related. Uh, but at this point right now, uh, the how about this? The Ravens down to a four-and-a-half-point favorite in one spot as of right now. Yeah. That's a little bit scary, if uh, especially if you put the Ravens on a teaser and lost value on that at a minus right. six. Yep, like I did. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Well, I think it's odd that the market moves on news, where it's kind of clear that right, he's probably going to be available this coming weekend. I, th I think so. I hope so. You know what I mean? If you got money on the Ravens, you sure hope so. But uh, uh, if Lamar Jackson doesn't play, they're in some trouble. In fact, Lamar Jackson looked pretty damn bad in Miami a week ago. So. Uh, the Ravens are a team. You look at the AFC North uh, at the beginning of the season, really bragging. This is the toughest division in the NFL, top to bottom. I heard that. Yeah, you heard that not too long ago. I'm sure. 
All of a sudden, the Browns don't look so hot. The Steelers are doing it with smoke and mirrors. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals just lost to the Jets and got blown out by the Browns. And uh, what about the Ravens? They, they go to South Beach and get mm-hmm. knocked around Is by the right? Dolphins. And uh, now if they, if they go to Chicago this week and can't beat the Bears, they got a world uh, problem. So all of a sudden that AFC North does not look so good. Yep. And also today, Alvin Kamara back at practice for the New Orleans Saints. So those, those hooks are starting to disappear, that. right? Yeah. Yeah, and when you look at it, Alvin Kamara's worth something. Hooks are starting to disappear on that game. Philly is uh, across the board a pretty much a one-and-a-half-point favorite, but there's one starting to pop up. Cirque is down to one, uh, the uh, most notable book down from that one-and-a-half. So a lot of injury news here on Wednesday mm-hmm. when it comes to the practices. Now, I will ask you this so we can continue this conversation on the other side because I was looking over the list. Did Lamar Jackson make your list of top ten quarterbacks? Okay, so just to clarify what this list is, it's top 10 quarterbacks and how they performed through 10 weeks this season. Yes. And that's it. Not how many Super Bowls they won in the past or how they played last year or anything of that uh, nature. It's how these quarterbacks have performed this year. I have a top 10 list. You have a top 10 list. And we have pro football focuses list that we're going to go over after the break, right? Yes, we do. Now, I think the common theme here among the list that we have, um, surprisingly, Lamar Jackson did not make any of the three. He is not on my list. I just looked at yours. He is not there, and he's not on the pro football focus list. No. In a week, what's crazy about the NFL, how much things change from week to week. Before the Baltimore game at Miami, there was a lot of hype. Lamar Jackson for MVP. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was not betting on him to win MVP. And if you look at our top ten list, he's not even on it. Yep. All right. Well, so we'll have we'll have that. Bruce Marshall is going to be with us, though. We'll discuss everything in the world of college hoops. We saw Michigan yesterday look uh, pretty disjointed. And a loss, right? To oh, see we got home. Bruce Marshall next. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah I thought we were doing quarterbacks next. We're no, we're doing Bruce next, quarterbacks at one thirty. Right. So okay. that'll be coming up at one thirty. Bruce is going to be with us. We'll go over everything in college hoops, what he saw last night. And, and I know this is stuck in his craw. The college hoops transfer portal. Just throwing everything into whack. we got to find out what it means for Bruce Marshall, what it means for handicappers in this early part of the season. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 store credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy any VSIN sports betting hat, shirt, mug, or other great gear. Hurry, it's a limited time offer, so sign up now. The perfect sports betting holiday gift is over at VSIN.com slash subscribe if you buy a edge shirt and send a picture matt humans will buy you a mcrib and that's don't lie to the people there is no edge shirt in the uh, there isn't i don't believe so oh no well my day just got a little worse anyway let's talk to bruce marshall that'll brighten my day (laughs) (laughs) editor of the gold sheet all right bruce uh before we get to the the nitty-gritty about some of these contests later today uh first of all i know that uh I have to mention this, the transfer portal and the way that it has turned college hoops inside out. Talk to us. It has. I mean, there's some of these teams that have been completely remade in the offseason. Uh, look, one example, South Alabama last night, and we saw it uh, twice. We saw them against Wichita on the weekend, last night against Bama. This is a team full of SEC transfers, completely remade mostly since last season, and they're not the only one. There's a lot of them out there, and the relaxed transfer rules, the presence of super seniors – and the fact, you know, basically uh, there were three, there's three to four, four full classes plus the super seniors that were sort of on the market this year. And, and what has happened, a lot of, there, there was, it's a numbers game. There wasn't as much room for freshmen to come in. A lot of them had to go to mid and lower division schools uh, who normally would have uh, had other options coming in this year. But uh, the bottom line is it has completely remade some teams. Uh, I mean, completely. And uh, that's something, you know, you really got to be watchful for. I mean, these teams have a different composition, a lot of them, than they did last year. All right, Bruce, let's get your take on 
a couple of games you might have best bets on tonight. How about VCU and Vandy with the Commodores, four and a half, five point favorites, total of 133. And also Northern Iowa and a, another new look Eric Musselman team at Arkansas with the Razorbacks laying 12 and a half or 13. Yeah, a couple of interesting uh, SEC home teams here. Vanderbilt, I think that's a fair price for Vanderbilt tonight, Matt. Uh, VCU is one of these sides. Now, maybe Coach Rhodes should have been in the portal a little bit more. Uh, they have not replaced Bones Highland, who went into the draft last year, drafted by the Nuggets late in the first round. They have really struggled on offense their first couple of games. Um, Vanderbilt uh, is going to eventually get the Chapman, the transfer guard from uh, Dayton, who's going to help them out. He's been hurt at the start of the season. He'll come early December. He'll be back. But Scotty Pippen Jr. putting up some big numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, VCU is just having trouble scoring points. So I would give VC, I would give a Vandy a strong recommendation there tonight. Not home in a quirky memorial gym where you got to go at one point, which should be on your college hoops bucket list. And then Arkansas. You're right, Matt. I mean, you wonder. You know, not, not that Muss is, is inexperienced in doing this. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, every year he's got a bunch of transfers coming in and nobody puts mixes them together usually as quickly as Muss does. A little bit of trouble this year, though, because there's so much, these are seniors coming in and you're still seeing Amude and Likes and Tony uh, trying to fit in here. And they're not quite playing at the pace that some of Musselman's teams usually play at. J.D. Note, one of his transfers from last year, though, is really doing well. He's scoring over 20. He's scoring about 24 per game thus far, and I would expect them to start picking up the pace. The deal in this game, though, is Northern Iowa has been struggling, and they got um, A.C. Green back from last year, uh, who was hurt, their top scorer two years ago, the hip injury. This is a 22-point-per-game score uh, two years ago. He's scoring less than 10 thus far, and the other guys, uh, Carter and uh, – uh, and Benno from last year are also really slow. They are not scoring enough points at Northern Iowa. I would lay it with Arkansas tonight. I might even look under in this game because it's talking about like 141, 142. Northern just ain't scoring enough points, and Arkansas will get after you on defense, and I think it's must and the under in that one. All right, Bruce Marshall on Vandy, minus 4.5, and, and Arkansas minus 12.5. Razorbacks have beat Mercer and Gardner-Webb up to this point before they play Northern Iowa tonight. Bruce, we've got to transition to football here to get everything in. Uh, let's talk USC, UCLA, and uh, I, I played UCLA minus three this week. It's up to three and a half at some spots. Uh, news has come out that Keaton Slovis is not going to be a quarterback for the Trojans. It's going to be Jackson Dart. Does that matter to you in the handicap, and which side might you like in uh, UCLA, USC? No, it doesn't. In fact, I might like USC a little bit less. I know Dart had that one good game off the bench at Washington State, mm-hmm. but he hasn't looked all that great in his cameo since then. And the deal is with Drake London out, this offense is not the same, but right. and the bigger deal is SC's defense. This is the worst SC defense. I recall. I'm going to go as far as this is the worst SC team in my lifetime. Gonna, there was a team Larry Smith had, well, listen, there's a team Larry Smith had went three and eight in 91. That is going to have a worse record than this one ends up with that team though, was very close and competitive with some good teams. Went to bowls, Stanford, UCLA, Notre Dame, Washington, the national champ that year, SC was kind of playing with them. This team, forget it. They're giving up more than 40 per game against the Pac-12 at home. It's a miserable defense. If Chip Kelly can't win this game by a good margin, UCLA better think about changing coaches. I'm serious. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't do it this year against SC, you're never going to do it. UCLA, 42-30, I think they'll outscore them and handle this number. If they don't, Chip better be careful. All right. That game at the Coliseum. On uh, Saturday, I am on UCLA minus three as well. JVT? 
You want to talk SEC? All right, let's go. Arkansas and uh, Alabama uh, up next, Bruce. What do we do with this contest? Because we saw in the past uh, Arkansas went up against one of the big boys in Georgia, got absolutely stuffed. Now they're catching 20-and-a-half with a total of 58. Yeah, and I was on the wrong side of that Arkansas-Georgia game. And um, here's the deal. With Alabama right now, Sam Pittman and Harson next week and whoever Alabama and Kirby, I'm sure, in the SEC title game, they are looking at film of that LSU game and studying it like it was the Zapruder film. I mean, what was LSU doing to slow down Alabama? Well, they were blitzing like crazy, and they, they really threw Alabama. The timing off of Bryce Young and that offensive line's had a little problem with Alabama, so they had trouble picking up all the different blitzers and things like that. But Coach O'Brien and Coach Saban have had a week to adjust as well, or two weeks. They've we had the New Mexico State game last week, too, to iron out some of the kinks. So I think they'll adjust to that. The deal here, Arkansas has only has not beaten Alabama since 06. That was Mike Shula's last year there. They've had a couple of good teams since then. Petrino had a couple. Bielema did. And it's the same thing that happens every year. Arkansas, usually, these are usually run-based offenses. This team is this year, too. Jefferson did hit a few big passes earlier in the year, but make no mistake, everything bases off the run for Arkansas. We saw that in the Georgia game. They have not been able to run against Alabama consistently since Saban has been there. This is the third-ranked rush defense in the country. Every time Arkansas plays Alabama, it starts to look the same. Arkansas gets on its skates. They can't do anything offensively, and they get in trouble. I think that's going to happen here. I know this is a big price for Alabama to cover, uh, but they can do it. 38-13 Alabama, and that will set up the Iron Bowl next week. All right. Yep, I was – I will have to say, JVT, that yeah. – I was on Arkansas early in the season against Texas, against Texas A&M. I rode that band, bandwagon Georgia. one game too far against uh, Georgia. I'm not going to ride it against Alabama. I could see a similar thing <laughs> happening just like Bruce described. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, all right, last one on your list here. Uh, I think this is a pretty fascinating game to see how FIU comes out. North Texas FIU, this is up to 10, 10 and a half in some spots, Bruce, with a total of 56 and a half or 58, depending on where you look. Butch Davis out. He's disappointed with the program. Stories of old pads from old Mi- from Mississippi State being used by the football program. What goes on here? Yeah, I mean, I wonder if Florida International is even going to show up. Yep. I mean, I mean, this has been a, a bad. I mean, the AD just left last week too, uh, Pete Garcia. Now Butch, and I'm not sure if he's even going to coach the game this week. I mean, it is a it is a bad situation there. And look at some of these scores lately too. They have been losing touch consistently. Um, and last week, 50 to 10 at, at middle, and, and Rick Stockstill eased up a little bit. Listen, Seth Luttrell's not doing a bad job with North Texas. There's a chance that team could still get Bulldogs. I think he's saving his job there for another year. And uh, the quarterbacks have started to, to put the ball in the air, and they've, they've had a couple of nice wins. Nice one over UTEP last week. All the way, go against Florida International. We don't have any more chances to do it. Let's take advantage while we can. Lay the points at North Texas on the road. Bruce, I know you love to talk coaching carousel, and uh, this time a year ago, or even in the spring, I guess the the big story is Steve Sarkissian's moved to Texas, and now Texas is a mess. Uh, Mel Tucker is uh, about to sign a 10-year, $95 million extension at Michigan State. Maybe uh, the Spartans feared that he was going to go to LSU. Uh, In the last minute, tell us where you think the pieces are going to fit. Florida, LSU, USC, the big-time openings, now one at Washington. Yeah, Washington's a good job, too. I mean, one, uh, Sonny Dykes will end up somewhere. I think, though, SMU could pony up, and they got enough money to do that, but he'll end up somewhere. Um, Virginia Tech has opened up now, too. Yep, yep. Um, fascinating game this week. Uh, this is I call it the Jimmy Sexton game of the week. It's Louisiana Lafayette against uh, Liberty. Um, Hugh Freeze is a Jimmy guy, and so is Billy Napier. Napier's an interesting guy here because – 
he's been sort of waiting I, from what I hear. Uh, and he coached at Arizona state for a while before he took, or for a year before he took the Lafayette job. Uh, he's been mentioned at, for Washington and Herm Edwards better watch out to at Arizona state. There's some people want to bring Napier back. He may not want to leave the South. Would he be in line for LSU or is he just going to wait for Alabama to open up when Saban retires? There've been coaches in the past who thought Jackie Sherrill, Steve Sloan, they always thought they were going to be the guy at Bama. It never happened. I advise Napier to take LSU if that's actually open to him. Lane Kiffin's name is in the mix too. He might move. I don't think Jimbo's leaving A&M. That's the one big one. That's another Jimmy Sexton guy. He may get some more money for Jimbo out of A&M. I don't think he's leaving. That would be a huge domino. If that fell, then everything would go crazy. But I don't think Jimbo's going to leave. All right, Bruce. Good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. Editor of the Gold Sheet, Bruce Marshall. We'll come back. Our quarterback lists. You've been waiting for. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. This segment of The Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. Again, that's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. JVT, let's talk NFL quarterbacks. All right, so you wanted this, you got it. I'm talking to you. I don't know if anybody requested this. Our top ten quarterbacks this season, Matt Humans. I will give you uh-huh. the floor. You can present yours. Go ahead. All right, number one, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, obviously missed him in the game at Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. No, they didn't because Cooper Rush stepped in and they still beat the Vikings. Uh, but, no, the week after that, Dak comes back. He's a little bit rusty. Cowboys get blown out. By the Broncos. That game aside, uh, I think you can make a case. Dallas has been the most consistent team in the NFL this season, and Dak has been uh, the best quarterback. Uh, when I grade these quarterbacks, turnovers are a uh, are a huge negative. And uh, you know, completion percentage is going to be one of those things where almost every guy on this list is above sixty five and between 65 and 70 percent, right? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to find many NFL quarterbacks completing 59 percent of their passes. If they are, they're not on this list. But Dak Prescott, uh, I think, has been – he's given the Cowboys a chance to win every game he started except for the Broncos game. He's not been turning the ball over. He's making big plays, doing all the right things. Uh, to me, the most consistent elite quarterback performer of the season, Kyler Murray, before his injury, was uh, right there as well. Uh, so – couple games without Kyler Murray. The Cardinals have uh, one game they were okay, one game they struggled, but obviously they need him back in the, in the long term. And Kyler has not been turning the ball over either, so uh, these are my top two quarterbacks right now. Aaron Rodgers never turns the ball over much. I don't think his play has been dynamic. He's been a little bit more of a game manager, I think, than we've seen in the past. But again, he's been a damn good game manager. And the uh, Packers have covered nine straight since they were blown out against the Saints. Kirk Cousins, two interceptions for the season. My if guy. you put up blind resumes for quarterbacks, and uh, Kirk Cousins' numbers 
you could make a case for him being number one on the list. You actually could. Completion percentage, no turnovers, essentially. He might be number one on the list. You never know. Is he number one on your list? We'll find out in a minute. Uh, but also, when I grade quarterbacks, you got to make plays in the fourth quarter to win games. And Kirk Cousins doesn't do that enough. And, in mm. fact, we saw that against the Cowboys in the game in Minneapolis. He had four or five chances to take that game, to take control of that game and lead the Vikings to win, and he didn't do it. And that's why I have a big problem with uh, Cousins at some point, and that's why he's number four. If you go strictly by statistics, you can make a case for him being number one. But yep. you've got to win games. As a quarterback, you got to take control in the fourth quarter and win games. Dak, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, those guys have done that. Kirk Cousins has not done it enough. Tom Brady has thrown too many interceptions this season. He's, he's – um, I thought looked really good up until the last two games. When, they, when the Bucks lost to the Saints, when they lost to Washington, I had to downgrade him. I probably dropped him from number three to number five on the list because of the way Brady played in the Bucks' last two losses. Matthew Stafford started out the season like he could end up number one on this list. He had 24 touchdowns, four interceptions. He has been terrible in the last two games. He has dropped to number six. Mac Jones completing 69% of his passes. I think the interception number is a little bit uh, deceptive. He's thrown seven, but a couple of those were on tip balls that weren't his fault early in the season. I think he's been even better than the numbers indicate. And, uh, again, he's a guy who's put the Patriots in position to win essentially every game on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Burrow, outstanding uh, for the most part, but the Bengals' two-game slide where he has not been that good against the Jets and the Browns dropped him to number eight. So I got Stafford six, Mac Jones seven, Joe Burrow eight. I don't think Patrick Mahomes has played very well at all. He's thrown too many interceptions. Uh, the, the Chiefs have not hit for big plays. Until the last game against the Raiders, the 41-14 blowout on uh, Sunday night, he has not looked at all like Patrick Mahomes this season. I've got him all the way down at number nine. Wow. And again, these grades are all about how these guys have played this season. Nothing about the past. And wins and losses play into it, too. And I've got Derek Carr at number 10, and Derek Carr would have been higher on the list before the later Raiders' recent uh, losing streak in which he has not played well. But if you look at the passing leaders in the NFL, Derek Carr is number four in yards passing. Uh, he still had statistically a, a really good season, but he's a fringe top 10 guy because of the way the Raiders have slumped. And the guys who didn't quite make my list, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, I could have put Matt Ryan number 10. He was mm-hmm. close to being on the list. Uh, Josh Allen did not make my list. He was right there. The first two Lamar guys Jackson? out, uh, first three guys out would have yep. been Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. All right. Well, we share these similarities uh, here at the top of the list. Uh, in look, Cooper Rush did well uh, in the, uh, the the win over the Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. but I think one of the more valuable quarterbacks this year, if not the most valuable quarterback, has been Dak Prescott. He's been absolutely fantastic, even before he got injured uh, a season ago. Right, he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So top of the list there, and Aaron Rodgers right behind him for me too, because Rodgers has a lot of value. You saw the way that offense dropped off when they missed the game against the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. against one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. The Green Bay Packers couldn't do much against him. Tom Brady right behind it. Look, Tom Brady. If you look at the numbers, he's been performing extremely well. You even look at some of the turnovers against the Washington Football Team. Nothing on him in terms of um, bad throws. He had one bad throw. Other than that, some really bad bounces and on top of that some of the faults for the Buccaneers have been injury related right some of his best weapons have not been available still one of the top tier quarterbacks in the National Football League I'm gonna go I 
Patrick Mahomes is still there. Two touchdown passes off of the league lead in terms of 25 for him. Turnover-worthy play rate, as we have discussed, is actually the exact same as it was the last two seasons. It's just been a bad inverse of those turnover-worthy plays actually turning into turnovers. Uh, and then behind him, Kyler Murray, only because I, I would have Kyler Murray higher. The injury situation, this is now the second consecutive year where he's had some injury issues. He's missed a couple. He missed that time now for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been dynamic, but availability's got to be a part of your greatness. And then Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. I agree with everything you've talked about with Kirk Cousins. That Sunday night game was a really big example. And actually, juxtaposed with the Chargers game, right, where you look at the Sunday night game where yeah. the play calling's tight, he doesn't want to take shots downfield, the offense is anemic, and then all of a sudden against the Los Angeles Chargers, your run game isn't available. What do you do? You go out there, you carve them up, and you look like an aggressive quarterback who's getting the ball to the playmakers. That, he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but it's just Jekyll and Hyde. At times, I don't know if you saw the uh, news flash after the Chargers game, but the Vikings have announced they're taking a more aggressive approach to offense now, and it uh, paid off against the Chargers. So we'll so see if that's funny. Sticks. Let's but, see but, if that's seriously the, huh? that that could be that team right there, uh-huh. right? And we talked about it. I'll say this again because it's one of my favorite stats of the year: the only team to have a lead of seven or more points in every single game yeah, this season. It's unacceptable the way that they have played. So, by the way, with uh, Mahomes number four on your list, you're not bothered by the fact the guy has uh, ten interceptions. It happens. Like I said, the turnover worthy. Okay. Plays are turning into turnovers this time around, but he's always been the same risk taking. He's been always been the same risk taker, and again, only two touchdown passes off of the lead. He's still been just as impactful. And some of those losses early in the year, by the way, like the Ravens game, for example, mm-hmm. defense couldn't stop a nose. Oh, he right? had two terrible oh, turnovers in that game. Come on, he did. two it's terrible a, turnovers. It's not all his fault, though, right? <laughs> it's never all anybody's fault, right? right. So I'll put him at four. Okay, okay, uh, and then of course you, we'll go down the rest of the list: Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Lamar Jackson just missing out. The turnover-worthy play is pretty high for him. As well, no Matthew Stafford on your list. Uh, no Matthew Stafford. I can't put him up there after what happened on Monday night. Are you ready for the top ten passers? Well, three Hibbeth? touchdown passes off the lead. That's right. You ready for the? Uh, I feel like you disagree with my list. No, I disagree I, with yours. By we the way. we have uh, a lot of similarities, but a couple differences. I I was surprised you had Mahomes so high. Really, I'm surprised you had him in the top. I'm a big five. Patrick Mahomes fan. Again, this is all about this season. Huh? It is. It is. You ready for the PFF top graded passers? Uh. Yeah, go ahead. These Let's are the, hit it. These are the top 10 PFF passers this mm-hmm. season. Kirk Cousins, number one. Kyler Murray, number two. Tom Brady, number three. Dak Prescott, number four. A couple of guys that didn't make our list. Ryan Tannehill, number five. Joe Burrow, number six. Mac Jones, number seven. He's actually kind of good. Justin Herbert, number eight. Derek Carr, number nine. And Matt Ryan, number 10. Yeah, the, the deal with Ryan Tannehill, and I would like to put him on the list, but he, he completes 66.5% of his passes, which is kind of a low number, mm-hmm. actually. 12 TDs, 8 interceptions. Those are very pedestrian numbers. Yeah, I, I think so, you can make an argument that uh, they're yeah, run-heavy offense early, right? There's no question. You yeah. can make a lot of arguments for these guys. It's hard to I, – I think uh, when you get to the 8, 9, and 10 spots, there are a lot of guys you feel like are qualified. Like, I left Justin Herbert out of the top 10. Mm. A few weeks ago, he definitely would have been a top 10 quarterback. I don't feel like Patrick Mahomes has played at a high level at all until – Last week against the Raiders. Yeah. You know, and you can talk about the turnover-worthy percentage is similar to what it was in past seasons. I think he was lucky in past seasons. He just didn't have more turnovers. Right. And this year, uh, his gambles have uh, backfired. But, no, it's, uh, 
you could take eight, nine, and ten on the list and uh, find quarterbacks eleven through fifteen, and you can debate those all day long. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, too, and just to be clear, too, with these PFF things, these are the passing grades. If you're talking about overall grading, right, nabbing the athleticism and the running game, uh, both Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson find their way into the top ten. So sure. that's the difference there. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We have best bets to recap from last night. Look ahead to tonight. It's a deep NBA card. Got a few plays there. We can look ahead to the association as well. It's the edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, with college hoops starting last week, now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide has everything you need to bet on the games all season, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, 
who was on the show with us yesterday. Yes. JVT, Wes Reynolds, Tim Murray, and more predict, uh, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champs, tournament teams, and a lot more. Sign up today to get your copy for $9.99. slash subscribe. JVT, I've got my top 50 power ratings for college hoops in the guide. I'm going to downgrade Oregon quite a bit after the Ducks' disastrous performance last night. Uh, really, when you watch some of these teams early in the season, you're disappointed because you read a lot and you know a little bit about the personnel and you expect maybe too much early in the season. Texas, yep. Michigan, Oregon, these teams had high expectations. I've had to downgrade all of these teams based on what I've seen in the past week. Well, and the problem, too, is the, the stuff that you read are people that are you know covering the program, connected. It tends to be more positive. No question right? about it. And I always try to keep that in mind that the people writing about it are, tend to be fans of the program, mm -hmm. so they're a little bit too optimistic. But you know, and even with me tempering my expectations for some of the teams like Texas, because I know the transfers are going to take some time to fit in, the thing I, I was surprised how bad Texas looked over the weekend. Michigan last night, man, that was ugly. Michigan lost to Seton Hall. Uh, or nothing worse to me in the first week than Oregon's loss last night to uh, BYU. Yes, man, that was bad. Eighty-one to forty-nine in a game in Portland. Largest margin of victory against a ranked opponent in the AP poll era. How about that? BYU is the first unranked team with a 30-point win away from home, road or neutral, over a top 15 opponent since November 1993. Yep. That's from ESPN Stats and Info, that 32. That's as bad as it gets last night. And by the way, Ducks were one of my best bets. So uh, last night, so this game was one of those. So I didn't watch it last night. I was watching the Spurs Clippers well, game. There's and no reason to watch it. After when, about seven well, minutes, I thing. tuned out and I started watching the NBA too. So when yeah. I work in the morning, uh, when I wake up early, I'll put on replays of games to watch them. So I put on this one. I was like, all right, I didn't get to see this. Didn't know what the score was. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, wow. This is, <laughs> this is going south. <laughs> it only got worse. <laughs> it only got worse. From bad from to worse. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Best bets before we get to uh, some of the big stuff that we have left for you. Uh, let's go uh, NBA here really quickly. Recap from last night and look ahead to today. Matt Humans. how about the Warriors? Didn't even have to sweat it last night, huh? Uh, nice call by you. I watched most of this game. I actually watched some of the replay, too, that I, that I missed. And uh, I love the way this Warriors team's put together, and that's without Clay Thompson, who, by the way, is back in five-on-five -five contact yep. drills now. So. He could be back uh, within, what, you think, six weeks? Yeah, some, some of the rumors are maybe the debut was actually on Christmas okay. for him, for the Golden State Warriors, but it's about that time, which you'll probably see Clay Thompson back in the fold. But you're right, and Steve Kerr has done such a great job, man. They are so good defensively. Jonathan Kaminga was a good draft pick. Yes, he was, and yeah. he showed a lot of energy yesterday, mm -hmm. picked up some early fouls, but he had a block shot on Harden, was flying around everywhere. He's a lot bigger than you realize when you finally see him out there, uh, but the Warriors got a lot to work with, man. They were throwing everything. This is part of the analysis we talked about yesterday. Uh, you think they wanted that game? Kerr was throwing boxing ones, triangles and twos. They were yeah. doing everything to the Brooklyn Nets last night. So. I, think, uh, I think the Warriors, the entire organization, the players, everybody's had a little bit too much of Kevin Durant's chirping. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> I don't want to make too much of it, but he, he's been yapping a little bit too much and taking shots at the Warriors. And they wanted that game last night. You can tell Stephen Curry the oh, yeah. Warriors wanted that game last oh, night. He, he yeah. took like a 33-footer, like five seconds into the shot clock at one point and just <laughs> drained it. Like right. they, it, was a, it was a purely good, like pure Warriors kind of performance yesterday. So Warriors plus three and a half get the outright win in blowout fashion last night. Three for today. Uh, we will go with the Hornets. This is actually down to one in some spots. So as you can tell, I would disagree with that. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're taking on the Washington Wizards. And look, Washington, they're 5-0 and straight up, 4-0-1 against the spread their last five games. They've been one of the best stories in the 
the early part of the year. They're one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. The, the troubling part for me with Washington is if you look at them offensively, how about this? So over this five-game winning streak they're on, Eubanks, they face the 28th, 29th, and 30th-ranked defenses currently, but still put up an offensive rating of 108.6, which is not very good right. for the Washington Wizards. They're one of the worst shooting teams in the NBA and very quietly one of the worst rim defenses in the NBA. On the other side, you get a Hornets team that is actually the sixth-best shooting team in the NBA, takes a majority of their shots within four feet of the basket, likes to kick it out to open shooters. I think it's a good matchup, and I think this is the point where now you're getting to the high side of the value for Washington. So I'll take my shot uh, and lay that one. Now it's, like I said, down to one with the Charlotte Hornets. So that's the first one up there. Uh, the second one, I am going back for a uh, – uh, I, I have been treated poorly by the Celtics. I haven't bet on them frequently, but it's not gone well. But again, this is one of those where I think the market's not realizing how much better the Celtics have been as of late, even with dealing with some of these injuries. You look at their past few games for the Boston Celtics, 5-2 straight up, 5-1-1 one one against the spread, net rating of plus 6.8. You're talking about an Atlanta team that's one of the worst in the league defensively. And, by the way, they have their own injury issues coming into this one, too. They lost DeAndre Hunter to a wrist surgery the other day for about two months. Bogdan Bogdanovich and others are questionable. But I just think they're one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA against a Celtics team that's starting to find its stride here a little bit. So that's up to four and a half in some spots. Hey, uh, specifically, yeah. do you track your records betting on or against certain teams? Because we talk about this a lot in football season. Man, that yeah. team... Uh, it's been a thorn on my side all season, or this team's paid me off consistently, and you tend to go back to those teams. Uh, so sometimes in college football, I will track a team I play a lot and how I'm doing. And you said the Celtics have been giving you problems. Do you keep track of that? I, I, no, I haven't. I can go back and look, and I, I should check that out. But I will say, like, I haven't bet them frequently because they have been inconsistent. But the last time I did bet on them was that heat blowout, right, where they took out Miami in really big fashion. And, and that's that was the start, by the way, of this streak that they're on right now. So I think they're kind of in this mode. Uh, where I think they're, they're playable at this point right now. So uh, I'll go back and check that out, because there are some teams that have been <laughs> giving me some problems. And then last but not least, so this is down to three in some spots. Uh, use three and a half here. The Thunder minus three and a half against the Rockets. So when these two teams met like two weeks ago, 11 games ago, uh, I wrote about this in the article that I thought the Thunder were the slightly better team. They mm -hmm. got destroyed. But since then, this is a Rockets team that's 0-12 straight up. They've been outscored by 13.6 points per 100 possessions. Thunder, 7-4 and against the spread since they have met the Houston Rockets. They actually are 12th in defensive efficiency since then compared to 25th to the Houston Rockets. Kevin Porter Jr., injury issues there for Houston. So I think Oklahoma City, a team that's been playing well, maybe a little revenge on their mind against a pretty bad Houston team. Uh, I'll lay it. I'll eat it with the okay. Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. So hopefully that continues. 21 and 10 uh, on the year after the win last night with the Golden State Warriors. And then the addition, something you and I talked about in the National Football League, uh, Colts plus 7.5 against the Buffalo Bills. This is a, actually a bigger number than they were catching on that Monday night game against the Baltimore Ravens. The Colts still are a pretty quality team. I think they fall asleep once they get big leads against lesser opponents. But this is still a really good offense, an explosive offense at that. Uh, offensive line still, again, banged up. But I still think they have enough to stay within a number like that against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think the Bills' defensive numbers are a little bit deceiving as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the schedule that they've played. I have. I, I, I've looked at it many times. There's and, one Buffalo and Bills and they, fan that's like in my mentions about that, uh -huh. and I'm just like you, know, like, you have to realize to look at the opponents they have faced from an offensive standpoint. Look at the quarterbacks. Look right. at the opposing quarterbacks. <laughs> Not <laughs> impressive. <laughs> so I, I think the Bills' defensive numbers are a little bit deceiving, and uh, I actually think the Bills have become a little bit of a finesse team. The Colts are one of the more physical yep. uh, running offenses in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor has been on a hell of a run, so I'm with you here. I, I got Colts plus seven and a half. A little concerned now about Lamar Jackson's status, but I think the Patriots' numbers gotten out of hand on Thursday night, up to seven, but I did play the Patriots on this teaser. Pats minus one, Ravens pick them. 
Pats against the Falcons, Ravens against the Bears on Monday night. Uh, the Buccaneers, you know, we talked about our top ten quarterbacks. Tom Brady's having a lot of issues, uh, prob- problems, let's put it this way, without Gronk and Antonio Brown. And uh, their offense has not been as efficient without Gronk and A.B. And uh, not only that, their defense has uh, shown some deficiencies. How do you let the Washington football team go on a 12-play, like 10-minute drive with the game on the line Killed Sunday? Me. I bet them in-game the box, and I was like, all right, just get the ball back. Ten minutes later, I'm like, all right, well, they're never going to get it back. <laughs> with Taylor Heineke, quarterback. Um, I actually lo- love to bet the Giants in the road dog roll. And I'll have some numbers on the Friday show about the Giants and how good they've been in the road dog roll. College football best bets, nothing changes from yesterday. I am going to have a couple changes to this list. Adds tomorrow, but so far, Nevada minus 1.5 over Air Force. West Virginia minus 2.5 over the mess that is Texas. UCLA minus 3 over USC. If you haven't bet that yet, uh, bet it now because it's 3.5 here at the South Point and it's going to 3.5 at several other books. Hawaii plus 2.5 over Colorado State. Last game on the board Saturday night. Bruce Marshall on with us today. He's on that UCLA game as well. College hoops, well, it was a disaster oh, last night. Man. Bet on two of the best coaches in, in the game, and Tony Bennett and Dana Altman got blown out in both games. Virginia, a 20-point loss. Oregon, a 32-point loss. Incredible. I have no explanation for what happened to the Ducks last night. There was a lot of money on the Ducks in the market, 6-6 six and six now. And college hoops, got to do better. I'm taking a pass tonight, coming back on Thursday. McRib counter is up to 32. A big run on McRibs here the past couple days, JVT. I've had three since uh, the end of yesterday's show, and I'm heading to McDonald's as soon as this show's over today. Something happened to me two days two ago. This never happened. I've been uh-huh. eating. Uh-huh. Are you two a visit or what? One? Nah, sometimes two, usually one. Okay. I go back again like three hours later, sometimes get another one six hours later. Two days ago, I went to McDonald's. I drive away from the window. This never happened. I open the box, and there's no barbecue sauce on the McRib. What? It was a plain patty. I had to take it back. I said, look, I've been eating these since I'm five years old. This has never happened. <laughs> and they gave me a new McRib with barbecue sauce and extra fries. My guys in the desert coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.